0: Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins.
1: And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today is part two of our Pride and Prejudice and Zombies recap.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited to get to the second half because so yes. much fun stuff happens. <laughs> yes, <it> just ramps <laughs> up with
1: more zombies more pride and more precious <laughs>
0: yeah. and we get the big kiss smooching scene at the end i was course. like there's more kissing in this one than any jane austen adaptation let's
1: <laughs> <laughs> say considering how much gore is in it i was like the kissing is the least of the words yeah
0: definitely <laughs> oh shoot hold on okay so we just like took a five second break to go watch the last scene <laughs> because we almost forgot <laughs> Yes, it was
1: perfectly silly
0: yes <laughs> So, we'll definitely talk about that when we get to another Mm, recap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Do do we do anything before notes in one of these second halves? I don't think we do. I don't think so. Okay. Well, I did the notes this week. And I just went off of the uh, special features on Uh the DVD. So, there were a couple of little, like, six-minute documentaries. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if you would call them documentaries, but
1: many 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 docs
0: like special features <laughs> the first one was called the badass Bennett sisters and um so they had to find actresses that were appropriate for period drama but would also be really good fighters oh and maurice lee was the fight coordinator and mm-hmm. they didn't use any like doubles like oh. stunt doubles or wires cuz so they wanted everything to feel really like realistic and grounded and all the fighting came all the fighting styles came out of the character so like all the fights came out of character moments oh wow which i think really worked like i said i love all the dialogue during the fights (laughs) yes and they all went to fight training every weekend and each of the sisters had like a unique and different style of fighting lizzie's is with swords and it's kind of like cat like deadly ballet <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they were saying that they got lots of bruises during oh, the fight course. scenes and that they would like film it and it all feel pain-free until they got home later that night they'd be like oh my god
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was hit by a train
0: yeah but they all seem to feel like very empowered after you know That's filming cool. and everything so awesome. yeah and then there was a hold on i just want to see one thing yeah i was gonna say because of all of this like fight training and stuff that they did beforehand it felt very much like the um other pride and prejudice special features because like they all bonded during their training when in the other one like they did like a period class you know they all got to know each other and this one felt very much the same but like they all bonded in fight training (laughs) (laughs) okay so the other one was called courtship class and carnage meet the cast so Lily James and Sam Riley were both reluctant to take the roles when they oh, first no. heard, or when they were offered. But then they, would, they both read the script and ended up really liking it and wanting to do it. I think Lily James was more like, I've always wanted to be Elizabeth Bennet, but it's Elizabeth Bennet in Zombies. You know, Because right. she's like a big fan. And Sam Riley was more like, oh, Jane Austen, that's so boring. And then he was like, but Zombies, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the end of my career. Um- <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's not.
0: Yeah. And Matt Smith was like, Yes, this is exactly what Pride and Prejudice needs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, as someone who was in Doctor Who, yeah, he's just I'm, I would assume he'd be like, this is normal. Yeah, he says <laughs> he
0: likes um, monsters in his movies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Charles Dance, Mr. Bennett, also thought the script was brilliant when he read it. Yeah. Um, Douglas Booth, who's Bingley, felt like he was... Um, oh he he really liked doing it he was like it felt like i was working with my friends mm-hmm. and burr steers the director writer thought the young cast was brilliant and the older cast would come up with great bits on their own i mean what it was such a great cast oh yeah and lena Headey is it Heady?
1: Yeah, I think so. Lena Headey.
0: Yeah. She thought it was a great fun, and she said she wanted to wear the eye patch for, like, the next 20 years. (laughs) (laughs)
1: She is so... I don't know. Something about her as an actress, she just, like... Even though she plays, like, most of the time, like, these kind of, like, for lack of a better term, like, you know, bitches, she's always likable.
0: Well, the first time I ever saw her was in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh, really? Yeah. So she was like a good guy in that. But is she British or... I could never um, tell whether she's British or American.
1: <laughs> I don't think so. I, I thought don't... she was
0: American, but...
1: I think that was like a shock to me because I was like, she's not British? Let's see. She, she might be there. She
0: can always hang with the British. Yeah, she's English. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: but she was born in Bermuda, so...
0: Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so Lily James, like I said, she always loved the character of Elizabeth Bennet. And when she was playing it, she really wanted to stay true to the character of Elizabeth Bennet but since in this version she's just so much more badass right (laughs) she kind of had to let go of some of that and just you know make a unique character
1: Uh uh-huh
0: um sam riley he thought it was great because he could dispel or they thought he was great because he could dispel some of the like specters of darcy's past Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he thought that he should play it like a punk rock james bond
1: (laughs) yeah that's so cool
0: and he said he liked being able to play the iconic character but like as an action hero
1: that's really cool yeah that's really awesome yeah i definitely got that
0: yeah definitely (laughs) and wickham he um needed to not only be like a foil to the character but also like a real villain or real rival and jack houston was well-versed in Austin and thought it was really fun to be able to throw what he knew about it out the window. (laughs) (laughs) So they all went out and had beer with the director to bond. (laughs) (laughs) Silly. And they each kind of took to their roles off screen and the social dynamic as well. So like, I think like, Jane became like the mother like mm-hmm. mother to the flock pretty early on and just like outside of the filming. Right. And Millie Brady who played Mary really liked being able to play a more comfortable and confident Mary and get to show yes. like a sparky side to her. <laughs>
1: yes I did appreciate that. I did love a lot of the characterizations they did on their own um, and I also I really really appreciated the whole almost like evening that Evening out of the playfield between Wickham and Darcy. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like in, like, you know, classic, you know, Pride and Prejudice, Darcy is less like, almost like godlike figure to everyone. He is so yeah. incredibly rich. He's above everyone. And then you see Wickham, who was, like, supposed to be his quote unquote rival, who is just a person in the military. Yeah. And you're just like, okay.
0: Yeah. But in this, in one... this
1: one, it's like they're almost on equal playing. Yeah. Fields. It's definitely. So crazy And they're not
0: like, constantly trying to avoid each other to avoid some sort of clash or whatever. Right. I also really appreciate, like, since it starts off with the premise that the girls are all trained in fighting, that that automatically changes their characters to be more, like, confident and just, you know...
1: It seems like they care... More modern. (laughs) They have, yeah, they have, like, less insecurities and they just don't really care about certain things. Yeah.
0: As much. Yeah. Let's see. Ellie Bamber, who played Liddy... Liddy... (laughs) Why can't I never say it? (laughs) Lydia and Sookie Waterhouse, who played Kitty, were saying that they really looked up to Sally Phillips, Uh Mrs. Bennett. And uh, Sally Phillips thought it was really fun to get to play Mrs. Bennett as a little bit filthy. Yes.
1: (laughs) She was like almost like a loose cannon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But she wasn't like... Annoying, you know. No, it
1: wasn't like she was like not a mess. She's just like yeah, kind of like um, like less proper. Like she's not really worried. Not that you know the original Mrs. bennett was like anything like super proper, right? right, right. But she's just like I'm gonna be crazy and I'm gonna <laughs> drink and I'm just gonna have my opinions and you're gonna have to deal with yeah. it. Yeah,
0: I wonder if she was trained in fighting as well.
1: Uh, I would have loved to
0: see that. I know, I would have seen like a nice Mister and Missus Bingley or uh, what. sparring scene (laughs) oh
1: yeah or i would have like um one scene i would have appreciated in this movie would have been like a like grand final battle like a big like clash of the armies kind of style where it's like you get to see everyone do some sort of fighting that would have been cool there wasn't really
0: anything like that at the end no Yeah, they all just really seemed very happy and bonded just like any other Jane Austen adaptation we've watched so far.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jane Austen just brings people together. I
0: know. They're always so happy. Like, we just made a little family, (laughs) even (laughs) in the zombie version. So then there was one called From Austen to Zombie, adapting a classic. (laughs) (laughs) And Burst said that he was hooked from when he saw the cover of the book. And... He, he said, uh, Jane Austen, Zombies, and Kung... Oh, when they were making it, they thought, Jane Austen, Zombies, and Kung Fu fighting, that it, it might just be wearing too many hats, like a movie that wore too many hats. Right. But then Burst Ears came in and made it all work by making the zombies, like, the background, but still focusing on the characters. Yes. And it just raised the stakes of, like, the love story, and it's all amped up. Yeah. Which I definitely agree with.
1: Yeah, and I think, like, the whole fighting styles like either going to china or japan to train
0: mm-hmm. like it's
1: very like it's not very focused on it's very kind of glossed over which i think helps because i if you like kind of focus in on it too much and start like throwing all these terms in here and like whatever getting really specific with it it makes it a little bit more cheesy
0: yeah so yeah we're just barely and then you game. have to like get all details and stuff but
1: right and it's not like they were you know very making the <laughs> races stereotypical like fighting noises and oh, being exactly. like yeah. it was like very much just the actual just fighting yeah which is great
0: <laughs> i was wondering if the zombies were everywhere in the world like how hard was it for them to like get to china to do yeah this well i
1: guess the uk is not isn't it's an island right yeah technically so i guess it'd be easier to contain there <laughs> Especially with, like...
0: surprised they didn't just all move to France and be like, you zombies can't have this island.
1: Yeah. There is a a silly element to this movie where there is a national pandemic going on (laughs) where there are zombies killing people and getting larger armies. And they all seem to kind of, like, acknowledge it, but then they're like, we're still going to have a ball.
0: And we're still worried about getting husbands. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which I think adds to the silliness of it. Yeah,
0: I think maybe if they had, like, emphasized the... They're gonna outnumber us. We have to have lots of babies or something like that. Yeah, you know, maybe, but
1: And it would like justify more larger families or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's. it's I mean, it's, it, it's not, not that like it. yeah. It never
1: like ruined the movie. It just added to like the funniness. It just makes of
0: it. me want to ask more questions and have people write like um
1: their own like little <laughs> about yes. it.
0: So the verbal sparring between Lizzie and Darcy actually got to be made physical in the movie. Right. Which is fun. Love that scene. (laughs) And they actually learned the fight before they learned the dialogue. So they were learning the fight and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe we're gonna have to actually do dialogue with this too. It's crazy. (laughs) But they said that in the end the fighting actually made it easier to deliver the dialogue without like, you know, chewing up the scenery and overacting because, you know, it's so such an iconic scene. Right and the producer was in all of these and i kept meaning to go back and find the very first time so i could write down her name Mm -hmm. and i don't know why i just never looked her up but um she seemed like maybe she was the one who got the whole project started Uh uh-huh anyway she had a lot of great things to say about burr as the director and then there the last one was a little short called creating the unmentionables Which I think in the book they're called unmentionables instead of zombies. But I always hate it in zombie stuff when they're like, oh, we're not going to use the word zombie. And I'm like, so we're not from our world? Because we've been using the word zombie for a really long time. (laughs) Yeah,
1: just use it. Everyone knows what a zombie (laughs) is. If we
0: ever see undead people, we're going to call them zombies. There's not a question. (laughs) Anyway, so Steers didn't want the zombies to seem like mindless monsters walking around. So uh, Mark Coulter, the prosthetics designer, wanted them to seem real, but also kind of like caricatures a little mm-hmm. bit. So they spent a few months making tons of prosthetic pieces, and the makeup was kind of an assembly line style Process. when it came to putting it all on. And even the cast was like, occasionally we would make a mistake and be like, like put our he- our foot on a zombie head prop and be like no i'm actually a person down here (laughs) oh no (laughs) when like everything everyone was lying around right you're like i'm sorry yeah (laughs) it's very realistic i guess in a certain way
1: (laughs) (laughs) the makeup reminded me like when he said caricature like it reminds me of those like um you see him a lot in like i think uh especially in like disney haunted house ride where it's like that mirror where it's like one way it looks like a normal person and then you go a little bit and it's like (laughs) oh they're kind of zombie gross yes (laughs) it was very much like that i really appreciate that
0: yeah (laughs) and that's all i got for notes Ooh. all right fun for the second half of the recap all right so we just had the netherfield ball and now we are getting to the proposal yes well a proposal (laughs) mr collins interrupts breakfast (laughs) to remove everyone so he can propose to elizabeth
1: they all look very upset to have their breakfast interrupted <laughs> especially Mrs. Bennett. She was just like,
0: alright. Oh, come on girls. <laughs> you think he could just take Elizabeth out, but no. Everyone I has ever to clear to the leave. room. So he tells her that he will require her to retire her warrior skills because they simply cannot have swords in the home. <laughs> As if there's
1: not a zombie outbreak happening.
0: I'm like, I know Lady Catherine is like your patroness, but you think you'd want a warrior wife considering you don't seem like you can fight? (laughs) You you have
1: no training.
0: Lizzie refuses, despite her mother's objections. (laughs) Right. And Mr. Collins is left alone and he says, bugger.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do appreciate that version of like his disappointment with that response. <laughs> is that he's just like, oh, all right, uh, whatever. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like some big, like, you've wronged me.
0: Yeah. It's just like, ah, oh, foiled again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just silly.
0: Mr. Bennett is no help in trying to convince Lizzie. <laughs> he, you know, he's like, you'd be a stranger to your mother or whatever. Same line. But. Lizzie's like, I would rather be a poor, pathetic spinster than to marry without affection. And she runs off into the woods alone.
1: <laughs> Girl, don't you know better?
0: <laughs> I think she can handle herself.
1: That's true. I just didn't know if she had brought any knives to breakfast.
0: <laughs> I think they're always. Kind... Just carrying. I, you, there's one scene where you see her putting a sword under the bed like as yes. she's making it. <laughs> um, but as she goes into the woods, she sees four men in top hats. The four horsemen, possibly? <sighs> and just then wickham comes up and says that he left the party at netherfield early mm-hmm. and he wants to take her someplace special with him and they travel by string on a map <laughs> 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 it feels like they go so this is what that's this is the part that really confused me because i was like where are they going like are they going right. to the in-between it seems like they go so far and i'm like Elizabeth. This doesn't seem <laughs> like a good idea at all.
1: No, especially with someone you barely know.
0: <laughs> Again, I know she could take care of herself, but still, she barely knows him and like goes yeah. miles and miles and miles into zombie land. Well, and... then
1: it's also like if you think about it, she gets brought to a place where it's very large zombie population, exactly. so she could have easily I was been wondering a
0: while. what his original plan was with this. Was it just to convince her, or was he like?
1: gonna turn gonna her. turn her i don't know
0: Well, he didn't end up doing it so okay so inside she doesn't know it's full of zombies yet she's sitting in the back row and she shushes the girls in front of her <laughs> who are giggling and uh they turn around and are zombies and as a matter of fact the whole church is full of zombies <gasps> and wickham stops her from killing someone <laughs> apparently the zombies here eat pig brains so they never become mindless eating machines because I guess they do explain this at the beginning, like, once you start eating brains, you become more of a zombie, and, you know, the right. more brains you eat, the more mindless you become.
1: There's a movie that has that premise where it's like, oh my gosh, I, I can't remember which movie it is, but it's like, oh no, it's, <laughs> you're going to scream at me. It's not zombies, it's vampires, it's Twilight. Oh. <laughs> they, they drink animal blood, and they're like, we don't, oh, right, if right, they right, right, right. have their animal blood, they're like, we don't want to eat human yes. blood.
0: Mm-hmm it's been a while since i watched or read twilight but I do yeah it's it.
1: been a while and it will probably be a while for me <laughs> i liked it i i enjoyed them when i read them yeah and the movies you know i was a teenager when they came out so i thought I was, the movies
0: were actually a little more fun in certain ways <laughs> yeah some of them
1: were some of them were like a little like okay very melodramatic
0: yeah but that's kind of yeah the fun part yeah <laughs> okay Yep. Yeah, so wickham wants To use these zombies to make a treaty with these aristocrat zombies or whatever. Mm -hmm. So back at home, this is where Lizzie's putting the knife in her bed as she makes it. Charlotte shows up and tells her that she's marrying Mr. Collins. But before she does marry him, I think she has to meet Lady Catherine. So she needs a chaperone to go stay with Mr. Collins and meet her. It's
1: British society. rules. Yeah,
0: it's like, okay, this is an interesting way to do it without them actually having to get married first or whatever right um so uh, 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 lady catherine <laughs> we get to her house she has this black guard <laughs> and there's lots of pictures of her in battle yeah. which amuses <laughs> lizzie and from the minute they walk in lady catherine definitely seems more interested in elizabeth than charlotte (laughs) she's really funny about her own daughter she's like oh you're elizabeth this is my daughter
1: (laughs) get a lot of her
0: yeah and mr darcy is here and so is mr wickham (laughs) i guess elizabeth set it up so that he could come confer with lady catherine right over tea, he tells her about the church zombies and tries to solicit her support, mostly monetarily. Right. <laughs> and she basically laughs at him. And <laughs> Darcy and her, they do listen to his arguments, but then when Wickham brings up Darcy's father, he has them removed. <laughs>
1: yeah, then they fall apart.
0: But Mr. Collins is like, oh yeah, there is one um, zombie that can leave them all, the Antichrist. <laughs> zoinks <laughs> and she's like oh how very cheery <laughs> <It's> like, <"Thanks." laughs> Just oblivious yeah because i guess the antichrist is supposed to lead the undead army in the last days yes and oh also there's a picture of the four horsemen of the apocalypse on lady catherine's wall yes yeah although again not really important to the plot at all they bring it up several times but it never really it makes so, a difference in the end. <laughs>
1: um it well that's like this final scene. That's why they should have this final battle scene.
0: Oh, that's true. The final
1: like credit scene. Yeah. If you like the freeze frame at the end, technically Wickham's the Antichrist, which is true. Uh huh. And there's four guys around him with top hats on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, ooh, imagery. <laughs> but then it's like we get it in a two second scene. you yeah. should have a whole battle
0: Well, and they're at Lady Catherine, so yeah. There's no way the zombies will win because they've uh, got no. all of the fighters there.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, she's got all those pictures of her, well, paintings of her fighting. <laughs> they've already beat Wickham like five times by that point. Exactly.
0: <laughs> okay. So then we have another nighttime Darcy trimming the bushes with his sword at night scene. <laughs> and Lizzie's unable to sleep. She goes out and finds Wickham skulking around. And he tells her that it was Darcy who persuaded Bingley to leave Netherfield, and to leave her sister, and then he asks Elizabeth to run away from him, or run away with him. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "No, you cross the line right there, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> so I guess she's just up all night, because yeah. everyone's gone when she wakes up in the morning, and she immediately goes to lay down as <laughs> soon as she wakes up. So she's kind of just. Resting in the drawing room when Darcy arrives and he's like, there's some words he must say. And he starts with the insults as usual. Of course. (laughs) He really has the jerky side of Darcy down.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) And Elizabeth turns him down pretty harshly. Way more harshly than she did with Collins. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she says it's because of his interference with her sister. I mean, he... I mean, obviously... Darcy has the worst timing in Pride and Prejudice because, you know, she's always just learned about this insulting thing he's done. And, oh, so he smugly is like, I'm not going to apologize for that. And then Lizzie kicks him in the stomach.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I really love to see. Yeah.
0: And then she proceeds to say the rest of her next few lines while throwing things at him. And then she picks up a fireplace poker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's like, get ready.
0: Yeah. And the whole scene is done while fighting. It's very much in the spirit of the original, just with all of the fighting. It's very fun. Like, she punches him in the face. She kicks him in the face. (laughs) She removes the buttons from his vest. And it ends with her almost stabbing him in the heart. (laughs) and then he leaves and she cries
1: (laughs) (laughs) what I love about it is that this is supposed to be like the rain scene yes and so it's like in the that Pride and Prejudice we have this like the sexual tensions with like the undertone and the words and And so they're having and the thunder and the rain and they're having this tense conversation and because the sexual tension in this whole movie has been about fighting they just have (laughs) a big old fight scene yeah and it's just like the perfect use of it it
0: works really well it's very um taming of the shrew like shakespeare mm-hmm. yes so she's she cries darcy rides home and this is a very um the one we haven't seen yet the a and E one but he jumps in the pond it's a very iconic from that, that version. one okay
1: i remember i was like are they gonna find zombies in the lake all i guess like, <laughs> i know <laughs>
0: i was like oh christian won't get this reference but Then we see Elizabeth getting a letter from him. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And he, of course, wants to defend himself against the charges she laid against him. Basically, he thought Jane was just after Bingley's money. And then Darcy explains how he had to kill his own father when he got turned into a zombie. And he gave Wickham money and more money. And then he started a relationship with his sister and tried to run off with her. All the typical stuff. And... He does say, though, that he's still under her spell, I believe, in the letter. (laughs) (laughs) And he says he knows he can never win her, so he's throwing himself into the battle and trying to defend London. And it's a good thing because (laughs) the zombies are now more organized and they are losing. So he's like, we can't let them cross the last bridge. And he implores Lizzie to be ready, which is also what I was confused about. I'm like, if they cross the bridge, they're going into London, but they're not in london are they there
1: <laughs> i was always under the impression that uh, yeah that's like a real, a real disconnect because then like later the the whole premise of it kind of is like the if they crossed a bridge then that that means london's been taken over by them because london right. did get taken but they're over they're all trying to
0: get to london to stay safe because if they're stuck on the outside yeah. but then her whole family's at lady catherine's who i assume is on the other side yes anyway the logic is a little (laughs) it's a little
1: like disconnected (laughs) in that sense maybe they maybe they didn't really explain it well but maybe like the in between is just one side of london
0: well i was wondering if the in between was the country i don't know
1: not that it matters (laughs) maybe there's like maybe there's a map in the book because the
0: bridge is on the moat, so that's not even the wall part like
1: right it's outside the wall
0: (laughs) anyway if anyone knows please explain it to me (laughs) (laughs) so okay so elizabeth gets back home i guess she was still at lady catherine's yeah and she finds out when she gets there though that wickham has run off with lydia and she immediately knows where they are at the church so she's like getting ready to go to the church i guess she's like getting mm-hmm. her weapons together when lady catherine arrives <laughs> this is the best reimagining of the lady catherine scene yes um she's upset because she thinks that elizabeth is engaged to darcy and lizzie is like no but i won't promise to not be in the future so lady catherine wants to (laughs) fight her but elizabeth can't fight her because it'd be like fighting england itself
1: (laughs) so ridiculous
0: so she's gotta fight her hulking proxy and it (laughs) seems like she can't win because she is getting her ass kicked But when she gets taunted by Lady Catherine, she makes a pile of bricks fall on the guy's head.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's very much that type of scene where it's like, oh, this guy's much bigger and stronger than me. Oh, I have to be just smarter and quicker than
0: him. Yes, exactly. And Lady Catherine says she admires both her skill as a warrior as well as her resolve as a woman. (laughs) (laughs) And she basically offers to take care of all the binits. At Longbourn, her estate as Elizabeth and Jane go off to find Lydia. I just love I love her. I love Lady yes. Catherine in this one. She's like, yes, you go, woman. Go rescue your sister. Yes. I'll take care of your father, yes. <laughs> family, and all these people. <laughs>
1: it's like she has more respect for Lizzie yes, um, than in the other one where she's just like a snobby snobby.
0: Yes, exactly. But it feels right somehow. Yeah. Just the whole idea of that because Lady Catherine is like – an independent woman, so you think she right. would admire that? She
1: would understand it, <laughs> yeah. And I think in this one, they're not as tied down by society rules.
0: Yeah, definitely. As, and
1: they probably, if you if you're able to fight a zombie, they probably think of that as like one of the highest. Oh, for sure. Tri- attributes to have.
0: <laughs> so, they they all gotta get over this bridge before it gets blown up in the morning. That's like the big thing, right? They get told this as they go out to the battlefield. On the battlefield, Bingley is almost blowing himself up by throwing grenades on zombies who catch hold of him. And it's like, I think he's in the, like, self-destructive, I don't have Jane mode.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Very literal. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But he gets saved by Jane at the last second. Perfect. And they're so cute. (laughs) Yes.
1: I like how, like, she cuts his scarf and then throws herself on top of him. She's like, I'm going to protect you. You are the damsel in distress. So much. I love this movie (laughs)
0: for all of that. Darcy's also at this battlefield, Mm -hmm. um, and he's getting caught by zombie hands.
1: Out of the ground. Yeah, and
0: uh, a big zombie comes up behind him, and he's saved by Elizabeth, by an axe to the back of the head (laughs) for the zombie. And Elizabeth has to explain that, that they're why they're there right and when she does darcy like mentally calculates i'm gonna save her sister and he tells (laughs) her that saint lazarus was raised to the ground a few days ago so her sister must be dead (laughs) and then he leaves (laughs) thanks for the
1: (laughs) hopeful words (laughs)
0: yeah and then he rides to the church and we see him tying his horse to the window and i just had to put that in the notes because the first time i was like how did that horse get tied to the window because i kept thinking elizabeth was showing up and mm-hmm. saving them but he ties the horse <laughs> 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 ties the horse to the window and he grabs a bag of brains which we don't know yet it's brains but it's a bag of brains and then lizzie is figuring out that darcy lied mm-hmm. because of like where Pinglem. <laughs> Bingham? I, I'm, lo- I'm losing it. Bingley is looking. Anyway, it's not important. She rides off to the church. At camp, we just see a little scene of all of these dead soldiers with their brains removed. and <laughs> People are like, what's <laughs> happened? So, And you're like, oh. Uh, what was that bag that he had? And so Darcy finds Lydia chained in a basement and um, she's like, uh, Wickham knew you were going to come and... Then Wickham shows up and says, "I knew you'd come." <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, actually, as he tries to release her, he's looking around and he sees all the plans, and he realizes that Wickham is the mastermind, Antichrist leader of the zombies. Gosh! And he can't be bribed to let Lydia go. Money is of no use to him now, and he tries to shoot Darcy. I like the way Darcy kind of lines up. His head behind this bar that he's like, There's no way he's going to shoot me through
1: this.
0: (laughs) So he tries to shoot him through the bars and fails. And then a hissing zombie horde bursts in. (laughs) Darcy frees Lydia, and the horse pulls off the window. And we see that Darcy gave brains to them, and they're now all brain dead monsters. (laughs) No more smart. Yeah. And Darcy puts Lydia on the back of the horse and sends her off to London. Then Wickham shows up, and they fight with swords as the zombie hordes run around. Lizzie sees Lydia riding off on horseback with a load of zombies behind her. Then we see Jane and Bingley get to the other side of the bridge, and it's just becoming morning. So they need to give the command to blow it up. But right as they're about to, Lydia arrives. Phew. Yay! <laughs> and I guess they decide to wait a few more minutes. and But Darcy is still fighting Wickham. Eventually, he stabs him in the heart, but he doesn't die because he is a zombie. What? No. <laughs> he's a zombie the whole time.
1: That was a good reveal. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the second time I watched it, I was like, he's a zombie right now. Don't walk with him. Don't walk
1: with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that whole scene in the dungeon where all the zombies come down, I was like, oh, he's about to die.
0: Yeah. Him, he... and I was
1: like, okay, well, he's dead. And then he shows it back up, and I'd never put two and two together.
0: Yeah, because he looks so like full of life, I and mean, yeah. he seems rosy, and we never see him eating or anything. No, um, he's
1: never falling apart. But
0: they do say that the Antichrist, or he says that the the smart ones can control the mindless ones. So um, I guess as long as he stays not mindless, then he, he can, can still control, control the whole I
1: guess that's how he gets.
0: Yeah, he just can't have any generals.
1: <laughs> <laughs> very, uh, very Game of Thrones White Walker
0: yes very very much very much so okay just as wickham is about to kill darcy elizabeth rides up and chops off his arm (laughs) (laughs) and then we see Bingley giving the order to blow up the bridge and it starts to explode just as elizabeth and darcy are riding up and it looks like all is lost (laughs) because all we see is a cloud of dust And the white horse, which I'm expecting to ride out of the dust cloud, never rides out of it. No. And I never see it again. And I'm just very worried about this horse. (laughs) But we see Elizabeth laying on the bridge and she starts to cough. And she crawls over to Darcy, who seems dead. And she worries over his still body and gives him a (laughs) tearful and loving kiss. And she says, the moment I first beheld you, my heart was irrevocably gone. And I just love the gender role reversal in this part. (laughs) Yes, I love it and then we are past this we're back at lady catherine's everyone just lives there now all the younger ladies are cleaning their guns (laughs) (laughs) i feel like there are more ladies i was like i can't account for one of these people i don't know know. who it is mr bingley comes in and wants to speak to jane alone (laughs) and they all smile and giggle and They go off. And then Mr. Darcy comes in and he explains that he was unconscious for a while, but he seems fine now. And then we hear Jane yell, yes! (laughs) (laughs) And they all bustle out and Elizabeth and Darcy are alone. And he says that he heard her whispering sweet nothings to him on the bridge. And now he has hope that they might actually get together. And he says that she is the love of his life. And he wants her to take him for her husband, which again... of the role reversal take me for your husband not my wife right and she says yes and they kiss for a while (laughs) (laughs) a lot of kissing from this point out then um mr collins is marrying both of the couples together and he says you may now kiss mr darcy (laughs) 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 and there's confetti and more kissing and they're off to happiness and the credits start and right after the cast list we get a (gasps) mid-credits Scene, Mm. and as they're leaving the wedding, they see the couples are look all happy, and then they see that the grounds are overrun with zombies. And we zoom in to see that Wickham is leading the charge with a new gun hand. (laughs) (laughs) And then at the very, very end of the credits, there's this creepy, sing-songy version of "Ring Around the Rosie."
1: I don't (laughs) like that.
0: And that's the end. Ooh.
1: Ooh. <laughs> it was so Yay. much
0: fun. I love that movie. That was so really good. <laughs> it's perfect for what I want right now. Yeah.
1: Well, it's like, it was almost two hours, but it didn't feel like two hours at all because it was so entertaining. I know. I was like, oh my God, this is one of the quickest watches I think I've ever...
0: I know. We got you know, through the recap you know, really happened. fast too. Yeah. <laughs> but I think maybe because there's so much like action that it's like, I can't yeah. just like can't fight. just be like there's she, one swing and two she, swings <laughs> she flips over
1: the table yeah.
0: exactly um well should we say our favorite part sure okay uh...
1: <laughs>
0: i mean okay where do we start this one um i really liked of course lady catherine and elizabeth's big fight although they didn't yes. fight each other but that was great i love the lady catherine role turned on its head yes and, I mean, all the Wickham stuff was a big switcheroo mm-hmm. and interesting. I kind of want to see Pride and Zombies* too. What happens? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that's why, like, especially after that final cutscene, like, let's start there.
0: I know, but considering it wasn't a success, I doubt it'll ever want to make that.
1: <laughs> probably not. Although it probably would do really well as a series.
0: I actually think that he might have written, or maybe they were making um a prequel dawn uh, of the dreadfuls
1: oh uh, that's cool <laughs>
0: yeah that's sure really that cool one. yeah
1: i um i think one of my favorite parts was when they're at uh lady catherine's estate and they're having that like tea time lunchtime whatever and he's trying to tell her about these zombies and she's immediately like absolutely not! (laughs) like they're zombies you're crazy yeah
0: that's what she's like zombie aristocrats
1: (laughs) (laughs) are you mad
0: oh yeah we should definitely say the um proposal darcy elizabeth scene big fight that was awesome that
1: was really fun yeah
0: i love that Let's talk about oh the deleted scenes from this half. Yes. Okay, so there's one called Corinthians, and that's at the zombie church. Mm -hmm. And there's just a couple of nice zombie ladies that stop (laughs) Elizabeth and Wickham and want to be remembered to Elizabeth's mother. (laughs) Remember (laughs) us to your mother, dear. And then there's Collins gets ready. Oh, this is um at when they're at Lady Catherine's visiting before they visit her for the first time collins mm-hmm. is waiting outside the house for charlotte and lizzie to get ready mm-hmm. and he's practicing his bow <laughs> and then he goes <laughs> on to a speech about how lady catherine won't think less of you for whatever uh you know it was pretty cute you could have left it in but i mean matt smith shined and what he had you didn't right. really need it right and then there was mr darcy's letter mm-hmm. um and elizabeth and it's elizabeth and jane and mama is there and she says oh that's just basically when she gets the letter it's elizabeth and jane are there and then mama comes up and it's like oh you got a letter from mr darcy and she takes it angrily and runs off
1: it's <laughs> really unnecessary right
0: okay and then pemberley this is actually interesting i i can see why they took it out because um you're introducing a whole other character that we never get again but right. um and maybe she's the one who's the extra girl because she, Okay, so anyway, um, <laughs> Lizzie rides up to, um, on a carrot. She's with her aunt and uncle, mm-hmm. and I guess this is when they're doing their tour.
1: Yeah, I, n- I remember we <laughs> didn't get that scene. I
0: think what happens is, okay, Darcy jumps into his pond, and then she's supposed to go off with her aunt and uncle. Right. They get to Pemberley, and when she gets to the outside of Pemberley, she sees Georgiana killing a bunch of zombies oh. with a croquet mallet. Oh,
1: that's cool. Yeah.
0: And Darcy runs up soaking wet, and Elizabeth hops off the carriage, she gets introduced, and then she introduces her relatives, and then Darcy is getting ready to go off to the front because London has been lost. Right. And he's getting ready to drop off his sister with his aunt. So that's why Lizzie hurries back to Longbourn to warn the family.
2: right?
0: So i ultimately you didn't really need it but it was really a, a like an interesting scene i wouldn't mind having that one yeah
1: because we didn't really get any georgiana
0: yeah i guess she probably is the extra girl who i couldn't account probably in that last scene <laughs> and then the last one is called liz and darcy meet and lizzie is on the battlefield with jane and, oh, she's investigating a bunch of broken down carriages. And she mm-hmm. like, she opens one and there's a zombie inside. And she opens another one that's empty. And then the last one she opens and Darcy is opening the other side of the door. Uh, it's just like how they meet up on the battlefield. Right. But I like it better with her killing the zombie.
1: Yes. Her basically saving his life. Yeah. It's it, been like, where are you now?
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for the other quiz that I got, I mm-hmm. send it to you. We can either do how much do you know about zombie films or which zombie movie are you? Or Um, which pop culture zombie are you?
1: What was the first one? How much do you know about zombie films? Yeah. I kinda like the pop culture one. Okay. Don't you think?
0: Yeah. Which (laughs) pop culture zombie are you? Okay. Yeah. Let me send it to you. Which pop culture zombie are you? Do you wanna read it?
1: Sure. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Question one. How long do you think you would last in the zombie apocalypse? Oh, I'm the first to go. I'll go out fighting quickly. I'll survive as long as my supplies last. I'll make it longer than most people. I'll win the zombie war and save humanity.
0: Well, I've always thought I'd be the type in a movie to be the last one standing and mm-hmm. save the world. So I'm going to say that.
1: <laughs> i i i'll say i'll survive as long as my supplies last okay (laughs) all right question two you just heard news of a zombie-like plague breaking out across the world what do you do grab my go bag and head for the hills (laughs) check other news sources to learn more hit up social media to see what other people are saying run to the store to buy supplies shrug and go about my day (laughs)
0: um grab my go bag and go to the hills. I guess I'd probably yeah. go to social media first, but yeah, I'm gonna say
1: check other news sources just to see what's going on.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll go to social media. <laughs> I mean, I've been once I figure out, I'll definitely get out of town. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's scariest about the zombie apocalypse? The breakdown of society, losing loved ones, humans turning on each other, losing Wi Fi signal, the zombies, <laughs> duh. I'm gonna go ahead and say the zombies.
0: <laughs> um, I'm gonna say losing loved ones.
1: A good one too. All right. Pick a place to hide from the zombies: a cabin in the woods, a government-run shelter, an abandoned warehouse, my home. Hide. I'm gonna fight.
0: <laughs> well, how come a mall is not an option?
1: Seriously. I'm gonna
0: say my home because at the moment it's a pretty easily fortified place. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm gonna say cabin in the woods.
0: Yeah, that's because a good you one can't
1: one. trust the government-run facilities because more than not, the government is the one
0: making the zombies. I know.
1: You'll become a zombie. Alright, do you have a zombie apocalypse plan? Yes, very detailed (laughs) with supplies already purchased. My family has a general emergency plan. I've speculated about my response. Who needs plans?
0: Just say, I've speculated about my response. Me too. I have a hurricane plan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, pick someone for your zombie apocalypse team. My sibling, my significant other, my best friend, my nemesis, my pet. Let's
0: go with my sibling on that one.
1: I will go with my significant other. (laughs) Is it morally wrong to kill a zombie? No, they're monsters. It's acceptable if they're attacking you. Yes, a person may still be some in there somewhere. I'm not sure.
0: I guess it really depends on the movie. And this yeah. one, in Pride and Preachers and Zombies, I'd say it's acceptable if they're attacking you. Yes. Although, in the end, I'm, I mean, ultimately, they're, they're monsters. <laughs> so, I'm just going to say no, they're monsters. <laughs> yeah.
1: They're zombies. Sorry, zombies, <laughs> but you're
0: pretty brain dead.
1: All right oh no you got bit by a zombie what do you do cut off the limb with the bite and hope for the best <laughs> sacrifice myself to my zombie overlords oh, lord tell my zombie apocalypse team and hope they can help <laughs> try controversial medicine hide the bite and pretend it didn't happen
0: try some controversial medicine. i was just about to say <laughs> i'm gonna
1: do that first i'll try whatever i can
0: yeah i would definitely tell my zombie apocalypse team but yeah i, I i'd go for some experimental medicine yes. in that case some trials yep yeah.
1: All right, you're a zombie now. What are you hungriest for? Brains, obviously. <laughs> Intestines, hearts, eyeballs, fingers, and toes. I'm uh,
0: going gonna, gonna to go against the grain and say hearts.
1: Hearts? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll go with classic brains. Yeah. Because the other ones are a little too gross I to think want about. don't
0: eyeballs or fingers or toes. <laughs> no. All
1: right, what's the best thing about being a zombie? The delightful chaos, <laughs> the tasty human flesh, the sense of community, <laughs> the quietude of mind, The lack of social obligation. I'm not going to go with that last one because I feel like zombies still have societal obligations (laughs) to eat brains and have to be human. I'm going to say the quietitude of mine.
0: I'm going to say the delightful chaos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. What'd you get? Oh,
0: I got Game of Thrones white. Ooh. (laughs) What'd you get?
1: I got the Zombieland zombies.
0: (gasps) Oh, interesting. Oh, where'd you go?
1: Uh, tell me my thing.
0: Oh, my God. It went away before I could even look at it.
1: Hold on. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Come back. Don't put this in the podcast, but when you go back and then go back again with your same answers, it gets you a different answer. <laughs> so, oh, really? Because <laughs> yeah. now I just got... Um, oh, God.
0: Oh, maybe I'm at the beginning.
1: Now I'm at the beginning. Wait, I'm on a different quiz now.
0: I know. Which Sinister book sh- should be your next read? Oh. Well, I got White from Game of Thrones, and I couldn't even have time to look at the answers because it just... Went so high, so
1: far. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could kind of see if you're a white, you are. I mean,
0: yeah, I've definitely heard of them.
1: like, <laughs> 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 so we them. know about them.
0: I know about them. I'm not so sure about your Zombieland zombies.
1: I think they're just very classic zombies. Can't really zombies.
0: remember Zombieland, except for it's kind of funny, right?
1: Yeah, it's funny. It's silly. It's Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson and uh, oh my God, she was in La La Land. Emma. 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 <laughs> no, not Robert. I wanted to say Stone. Okay. <laughs> and um the guy who played um mark zuckerberg in the social network his his jesse eisenberg yes he's in it it's very much like i think oh we're at a fair mm-hmm. and
0: didn't they just come out with a second one
1: yes yeah, yeah. it's very much and i think Abigail breslin's also in it <laughs> it's such a like interesting cast but they're just normal like <laughs> just crazy normal-wise. zombies yeah. you know yeah
0: well the whites are cold zombies
1: yes frozen zombies they
0: they are kind of like pride and prejudice in which they have like a overlord
1: yeah well i also find them a little bit more scary
0: we never learned anything about them in that show that was one of the great disappointments of that show is that you just never got to learn anything about them really
1: no all the symbology and everything like you barely learned anything but I would say yours was really scary because they seemed a little bit more violent and like horde-like, oh, like a yeah. uh, in World War Z. Have you <laughs> ever seen that? Like it's very like uh-huh,
0: uh-huh.
1: ants in a colony overloading. Yeah, it's very crazy.
0: The first time I ever, well, I guess in the very first episode of Game of Thrones, at the beginning or the end, this when uh-huh. you first see one of the whites, and they were definitely scary in that one.
1: Yeah, you're like, uh, what is that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: final thoughts on the right, right
1: right um i loved this movie <laughs> i had so much fun watching it it sounds like it's gonna be a cheesy like you know like oh this is like you know the leprechauns from space kind of yeah. garbage and it's so good it's got a great cast the script is great the action is fun <laughs>
0: it delightfully empowering version of yeah. Pride and prejudice <laughs>
1: yeah surprisingly like feminist like you would not yeah. expect it and, and it so... wasn't
0: like cheesy zombie because you know sometimes there's so many zombie stuff today that it can be like oh yeah just throw zombies and whatever right. but it didn't feel like that the book kind of no. felt like that but the movie felt like its own beast and actually all the stuff they cut out that was like directly from the book Kind of felt like oh, you didn't really need it, and no I kind of liked the stuff that they invented for it because it just made it work yeah. really well. And then adding the fighting to all the tension-filled scenes just really worked. Oh yeah, I thought yeah. it was great. I really enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a movie like that you like show your friends, and you're like just like a like if you're having like a Halloween movie night, and you're like I'm ready for yeah, I don't want to be too scared, but I want to watch zombies. And oh it's, yeah, like, perfect.
0: It'd be a great halloween film for the not wanting to be scared but wanting to have something spooky to watch especially if you're like a jane austen lover (laughs) oh yeah it's like
1: a period piece horror film like whenever do you get that hardly
0: i feel like any i feel like most people would like this movie if they get a half a chance (laughs) yeah well
1: that's what's crazy is like the box office numbers were so low but it was just like it wasn't it's not a bad movie at all
0: yeah i think the critical reception was kind of mixed but
1: it's definitely like i'm not gonna be like where's the oscar yeah if it was back
0: in an earlier time when you could have more of a word of mouth at a box you know to yeah for box office i think it probably would have done better but you know we're in such a time where if it doesn't do great the first weekend it's gone and you just have to find it later
1: yeah well hopefully people pick it up
0: they should put it on some more streaming service
1: yeah especially for (laughs) uh fall halloween time
0: exactly does Sony have a streaming service? It's like the only one that doesn't have one.
1: Uh, maybe not yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are they part of Peacock? <laughs>
1: they might be. Our... No, I guess they're not HBO Mac. Oh, no. I feel like they have something.
0: <laughs> It'll be on the PlayStation or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I guess all that's left is, unless you want to say anything else about Final Thoughts? Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah, it was great. I definitely, yeah. obviously, you probably already watched it. Unless, you know, you're just listening to us. But if you haven't watched it, then I say watch it.
1: It's definitely like you know, if you've got like if you're like living with a family or if you like have like your COVID circle that you feel safe <laughs> fighting over for like a little fun movie night, mm-hmm. it's worth three ninety nine rental. It is so good. Oh,
0: definitely. I'll get and you in the Halloween mood.
1: Yeah, and it's like it's not like an eighty minute movie where you're like, oh I spent money for like barely an hour and a half. Yeah. It's long, but it doesn't feel long. It's exactly.
0: Great. It's perfect. It's perfect. Got a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so final recommendations i had the one in my mind by then now the other one is gone yes i had
1: a Maybe recommendation it was it oh okay I remember now <laughs> all right um my recommendation this week is going to be a little bit of reality television okay i um since i'm now in moved in back into a home and we have separate spaces and because Josh does not like reality TV, (laughs) I'm watching on My Real Housewives, which is like a guilty pleasure of mine. (laughs) And I just started watching Real Housewives of Potomac. And Potomac is like a little like, you know, Richie Richie neighborhood outside of D.C. And it is just so entertaining. (laughs) So good. The women are so interesting and dynamic. And there's just so much... I don't know, they, they've all got, like, really strong personalities, and they're all, like, they've got their own stuff going on, and I really appreciate that in A Housewives when they're not, you know, <laughs> nothing that, there's nothing wrong with just being a housewife, obviously, but right. I just, like, it's so much more fun to see them doing business work and whatever, but I remember watching the first episode uh, on my, one of my morning breaks from work, since I work from home now, and... I texted my friend Kat because she told me to watch it. She's like, it's really good. And I was like, I just want to let you know that I started watching it. And after watching just half of the first episode, I thought I was already on episode four or five because <laughs> so much had happened and so much drama had happened. And uh, it was just so much packed into one episode. I was like, I'm so entertained. It's oh, so nice. good. And I'm just like binge it. It's so good.
0: Well, I probably will not be joining you in the no. watching of that. But I love that you love it. I guess for my recommendation this week, I'm going to say, okay, I bought the tr- the Bill and Ted's trilogy. Uh-huh. And I've been watching it with my dad, and we watched the first two so far. So I haven't seen the new one yet, but I'm sure it's fine. Perfect. Um <laughs> but we watched the first two so far and it's been such a delight to watch it with him mm-hmm. because he's a very tricky person to know whether you're going to he's going to like something or not, but he has been giggling throughout the entire thing <laughs> for both of them, even though they're so silly. And um, it's just so fun to watch it with him because he just seems so delighted with them. <laughs> and they were, I mean, honestly, I haven't watched them. But I'm don't even know that i've ever seen bogus journey before but Mm -hmm. i'm sure i must have watched at least once when it first came out but i have not seen either of them since then and i was just like you know i'm in the mood for something nice and happy and uplifting and not too serious (laughs) and it really really worked so um yeah i just got like they had like a apple itunes you could get all three for like ten dollars more than it was to just buy the the new movie. Uh huh. So I did yeah, that, and I, worth I'm it. very glad I did.
1: Yeah, I love those movies. <laughs> I haven't seen the new one either, but uh, you know, Keanu Reeves is yep, well, great. well, I own it
0: now, so we can watch it anytime. <laughs> yes, we should watch it. <laughs> Definitely. And okay, so next week we are going to be doing our probably our last David Lynch shorts for a while because mm-hmm. well, I mean, he's still producing stuff, so you never know. Right. But um, our the main. It's going to be all of, like, the more modern, the stuff that he's been putting out right now, like all the daily weather reports. I don't even know if there are any more Little Shorts, but we're definitely doing Rabbits. Oh, yay. So I've been waiting to get to Rabbits forever, and so we're finally getting to it. It's going to be really weird. And then (laughs) um, the next week is going to be our one-year anniversary check-in. So please write in with anything that you want to contribute to that, any questions, Mm -hmm. any thoughts, Tell us your favorites. Tell us, you know, uh, what was your first impression of any of these? I'd love to hear, like, the first time you watched Twin Peaks or the first time you watched Emma or the first time you watched any of the stuff we've covered so far, the shorts, um, you know, Anything. Right. <laughs> Just look through the list, obviously. <laughs> and um,
1: maybe tell us, like, what you're excited for us to cover, like, what yeah, we haven't done yet, and yeah. what you're like, I need to hear this now.
0: Yes, exactly. Because, you know, we're starting our next year. We got to figure out what we're going to do. Right. What book do you think we should read next? We've only done Northanger Abbey so far. So let so us know what you from. think should be the next one. Okay. And. Yes. And oh uh <laughs> make sure you rate and review and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, preferably Apple for the reviews, just because I yes. know that makes a difference in whether people find us or not.
1: Yeah, and you can leave five stars without leaving a whole review. I know sometimes I'm like, I don't wanna type out words. It's so easy. All Click you have to do star. is press a button. Yeah, and no then it just, like no one will even know it was you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of it. <laughs>
0: Uh, Okay, and if you want to get in contact with us...
1: Yes, you can email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at mannersmadness. Our Instagram is at mannersandmadnesspod. And our website is mannersandmadness.com, and you can leave us a voice message.
0: Yes, and... Yeah, we definitely want to hear what you think we should do next because it's Christmas time is coming up and we got to figure out our Halloween episode for right after the check-in. Yes. We're still leaning towards the Northanger Abbey 1980s. <laughs> so, <laughs> spooky spooky. We should have saved this one for that, but it's fine. It's I'm, a good lead-in. I'm lead so in. glad we did this one. <laughs> yes, it's
1: a really good lead-in.
0: Yeah. All right. And yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah. Well, All right. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye. Good night.
0: <laughs>